Bush and Richie here, back with a brand new podcast. Feels like a new kind of start of term, doesn't it? Because we've been on uh, we've been on breakfast for cover for a couple of weeks. It does. Do you know what? I feel really, really bad about something that I've only just realised. Go on. Obviously, the last fortnight we've been broadcasting broadcasting live uh-huh. actually at breakfast time. If you only listen to this in podcast form, doesn't really matter when we were live. You're still listening to it as a podcast, but. Just because we were at breakfast time, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, for mm-hmm. a fortnight, we stopped doing this bespoke hello and goodbye to our podcast friends. And do you know why? Because you're so damn tired at that time of the morning. <laughs> yes. So damn tired. So it's an acknowledgement of that. It's a, it's an apology, but I hope, as Bush has just illustrated why... I hope you understand. I feel like uh, we're like two uncles that have been away quite a bit with work. Maybe work on oil rigs, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then you've missed us for a little. Maybe we've written to you, sent you photos, that kind of thing. But now we're back, and we've promised that we're going to be back with you for the for the long term, for the you know foreseeable future. Do you know what? I could not work on an oil rig. Imagine working on an oil. Don't rig. think I could do the helicopter journey out there. That'd be the worst bit. I'd probably get the helicopter over there and then panic and never want to go back. Do you know stay. how far a, a, an oil rig is off off of the mainland? No idea. You're talking like nearly 100 miles. Do you know this for sure? Or is this you grasping at potential facts that no, are not quite there? I'm sure I saw a documentary once about oil rigs. Can we do some live Googling here? <laughs> Distance of oil rig from mainland. Off of Aberdeen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a Scottish oil rig. Oh my gosh. In the Gulf Coast, a drilling platform can be over 300 miles from shore. When do you apologise? That is unbelievable. <laughs> a hearty sorry from me. Here's the podcast. Hashtag oil rigs. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little It's Hometime with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio on what we think is a Tuesday afternoon. I, music and chat to help people get over the fact that they're back at work after a bank holiday weekend. Is that how we're billing it today? I think very much so. And particularly because for f- not for everybody is the bank holiday a good thing. I realised this this morning when um, my life's disrupted when it's a bank holiday because Monday is my bin day. <laughs> I wasn't, I'd be honest with you, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so it means that my whole life is disrupted to making sure the bins go out on a Tuesday morning. Okay. I think I'd rather not have bank holidays and still have a regular bin day than have to remember to put the bins out on a Tuesday. Are you saying you would write off the, the joy, the family time, the, the relaxation, the unity you get in this country of a bank holiday just to have it more straightforward with your Yes, bins? I would, because the jeopardy, wow. if it goes wrong, is a stressed household because you've missed the bin collection and you've got festering silage outside your house but you can for just, a week. You can just do a tip run, though. <laughs> Get yourself down the tip. <laughs> not if it's stuff that you've just tipped in a wheelie bin. But take one more leap and yeah. let's, let's not think about ourselves. Let's think about the refuse collectors of the United Kingdom. They are one group of people who probably do not like having a bank holiday because it means one of two things. They're either now having to pick up bins on a Saturday, right? Think about it. Like it's a Saturday, you're picking up bins. Yeah. Or you're having to spread out Monday's work across the week. So by having a bank holiday, or just across the floor, sometimes <laughs> well, do as well. Yeah, that's I live. true. So bin men—that is the first thing that I'm saying. They probably hate bank holidays. Do you reckon bin people are kind of unaware of what day the actual collection is on that week after a bank holiday? You know, the entire street doesn't know, and you get this kind of thing where if someone's gone early with their recycling, you'll see that copied by everyone down yep. the street. Do you think bin people when they're like they're getting up in the morning thinking? 
Oh my god, am I on today? Are we on today? Yeah, is it that street or, or them? I don't know. It Where must are we put them at sixes and sevens. You're absolutely right. So, if you are one of these people, not necessarily a bin person, but if you are another group of people that we haven't thought about for whatever reason that hate bank holidays, if yesterday being a bank holiday has made your day harder today, share it eight twelve fifteen, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with Home Time on Absolute Radio. It's good to be back. I feel like we want to hug all of you at the doorstep. <laughs> uh, we were covering breakfast for the past couple of weeks, but we're back on home turf now. Uh, one of the things we did during our breakfast show cover that's got something to do with a tombola makes a return on this show just after six o'clock. What's this space? Who'd have thought? Who'd, Who'd have thought, have thought it? that would ever come back? But it is. And we're very excited about it. Uh, what about yesterday has made your day worse? The very fact it was a bank holiday yesterday, has it made today, as a result, worse for you? We're speculating that for bin people, yep. that's one of the uh, one of the areas of work uh, that uh, it's a nightmare, got to work. Uh, Daz says here, as an ex-Dusty, they call themselves... There's a lot of different terms flying around for this, yeah. isn't there? Uh, bank holiday weeks were a nightmare. Hashtag twice as heavy. <laughs> Hashtag twice heavy. Uh, Mandy from Wiltshire says, uh, my partner is a bin man and had to work yesterday and is also working this coming Saturday as well. Uh, Ryan says, postman, still the same amount of post and parcels, less time to do it all in. And Simon in North Yorkshire, I'm a signalling engineer, railway turmoil on a bank holiday, part and parcel of my life. Didn't think about that. They rip everything up, don't they, for three days, yeah. get the old bus replacement stuff. It must be quite stressful to come to a Tuesday morning to flick that switch and hope that everything that you've done has worked. Yeah, well, I too, on a, on a perspective here from just in this building, like, obviously you have some people that come in and do bits and bobs here and they do, like, uh, tech stuff, don't they, which you don't know who the people are. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone else gets this situation, but a lot of our computers can't be turned back on again if someone turns them off. Yes. So you have to get someone to go in who's got a special key to go and open them in the racks room is yeah, the bit that we have at the bottom. So if you have a, have a nightmare situation, uh, which can be, in an IT sense, a bit of a nightmare, we want to hear from you as well. 8, 12, 15, we've got Razor Light next. Time with Bush our initial sympathy was for the bin people having to do all their work but with less days to do it or having to work on a Saturday. The poor bin people. But it turns out there's more than just the bin people. I was just alluding to IT issues, uh, which is a nightmare because we've got two of our technical team who just happened to have come down to fix something <laughs> in the interim. Uh, Jack says, I have an IT problem. Video conferencing suites over the bank holiday weekend, they're useless. You can never get them set up correctly and the instructions for them might as well be written in French. <laughs> Venting a bit there. And uh, guys, we have a shout out for Mark, Kirsty, and Lynn. We're on the M4 after salvaging at the Reading Festival. We are tired, hot, and extremely dirty, but our sense of achievement in saving tents and sleeping bags and camping chairs, etc., for charity is pushing us home to Cornwall. Now, if you saw the stuff that was left behind yeah. at the end of the Reading Festival, it was unbelievable. It looked like a refugee camp. So the fact that they're going through it and salvaging things is amazing. Good for you guys. Well done. That is fantastic. Uh, Jason's hanging on to talk to us. How has the bank holiday uh, made your day worse, Jason? Well, yesterday, yesterday I was obviously cooking in a truck up around Brecon and Brecon Beacons, um, taking um, children, children frozen up there, and that that that, so that was yesterday. Incidentally, came a crash, car crash on the four seven zero, and ended up giving the police and fire service some ice creams. But today, today, today was horrendous. Uh, right. Up to Worcestershire, 
uh, 36 cases, 350 kilos each, to replace all the beer and drink that everyone had on the day yesterday when I was cooking in the truck. Right. <laughs> so, right. Just, just to try and untangle this slightly, you, you drive, like, a big HGV with all the goods in it that, that get delivered to shops like the co-op, etc. Is that right, Jason? Just, just the co-op, yeah. OK, it's just, just the co-op. And what do you mean by cooking in the we truck? What does that mean? Well... The air conditioning is rubbish, and it's it's like sitting in a greenhouse because they've got great big windows all around them, aren't they? So <laughs> I, I, I thought you had a mobile barbecue or something going on. I didn't realise you <laughs> yeah. would mean you're actually cooking in the truck. No, I was the one cooking. I had, the, I had the air conditioning turned up. I mean, there's only four switches on the scan yet, four settings, and I had it turned up as high as it started. <laughs> Jason, right. we do, look, we, our sympathies with you, we don't need to hear about the aircon on a scan yet. That's the <laughs> Stick it on the podcast. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Did you know there are only four switches uh, for air conditioning on a Scania? Oh, that guy again. Yeah, I, I can listen to him all day. <laughs> it's interesting getting insight into it. I it's, love Jason. It's interesting because he was going on about cooking in the van. I genuinely thought he had a barbecue on board. <laughs> We've had this text in now. It says, couriers lose a day uh, of pay, spend the rest of the week trying to catch, uh, catch up. It says, Andy, he's put in brackets, cooking in my undercrackers, cocks, driving around Bournemouth. So maybe cooking is a term for sitting there and sweating. So if you're cooking right now because it's a roasting hot day, let us know, 8, 12, 15. It's a thing. We've been trying to work out if uh, the bank holidays made your day back at work worse uh, for some particular reason. Uh, Fred in Surrey says, Bush, Richie, look no further than mine. I'm a theme park manager. Mega busy on the bank holiday, leaving you exhausted as you go straight back into it the next day. Wow, so the bit where you're supposed to be looking forward to relaxing, that's like the main thing for exactly. parks. But then Jed reckons he's had it worse. He says, bank holiday, it's made my weekend much worse because I'm in Scotland, oh. where it wasn't a bank holiday, and I've had to hear about it for four days now. Oh, come on. They must have had, they must have had a bank holiday. Scottish lot, you must have had, this must level out in the end. We can't be like one up on you on bank holidays. That let would be know. right. Come yeah. on, let us know. Spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> I'm an HGV driver. I can safely say aircon works in a DAF. That's from Casey. Only four <laughs> settings in a DAF too, bruv. 38 <laughs> degrees in southern Italy. Co-op man needs to man up, says Mikey. Let's not start an HGV war. <laughs> Let's not Let's do not that. Let's not start an HGV war. <laughs> and uh, you were also uh, referring to the concept of uh, of cooking. Yeah. There's a phrase being used for this this heat. Justin is putting a few things together. Says he's, he's not cooking as his Renault Kangoo van has AC air conditioning with five settings. If anyone can beat five, I'm <laughs> sure you're going to get in touch with us. Uh, we hope you had a good bank holiday weekend. I went home the other weekend uh, and on the Saturday night I was sat up late with my mum having a scotch, as you do, which is always a good thing about going home. And she had the family photos out uh, and she was showing my partner, Katie, photos of me from when I was a kid. I think mums just do that, don't they? They get the family photos out. They're kind of embarrassing. At least in the digital era, you can't get older them anymore. But when you've got a box, a shoebox of photos, mm. there's nothing you can do about them. Anyway, so she's passing these photos over to Katie to embar embarrass me. And do you know what? Something really dawned on me just as she was showing her a, a load of pictures from my youth. Uh, oh, my God, my childhood photos are starting to look really old. <laughs> Like, literally, like someone out of Angela's ashes. <laughs> I think you get to a certain point in life where suddenly your photos start to look ancient, like like a kid uh, out in the back garden playing between the wars. And it's me and my brother sat on the floor. One of the pictures, the picture that made me feel this way, uh, is me and my brother sat on the floor uh, playing with our friend Stephen Newstead. We've all got massive, like, massive bowl basin haircuts going on. And we've got jumpers that are right out of the shining. <laughs> but the whole, the whole hue of the photo, and I don't know where this has happened, the whole hue of the photo looks like 
take um, a summer holiday from, I don't know, 1967 in the Crimea. <laughs> and I don't know where this has happened, but there's a certain point where you cross the threshold and your photos look like someone out of, Char- of like Angela's ashes. Do you think for kids, as you say, for kids now, I don't see that they're going to have this problem because... Pictures of our childhood, they're all actual old photos. Like you say, just, you know, getting getting slightly dusty in a yeah. shoebox somewhere. All photos now, digitally done. They're just not going to... They're not going to degrade in any way. But not only that, you take... Like, even I was out with my eldest daughter earlier on. She made me take four or five photos of the pair of us sat on a bench before she was happy with one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you didn't have that option when it was your <laughs> Uncle Ivor on a Polaroid. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I feel like we need to, we need to kind of get these together. So, if you have a, a photo of your childhood, which maybe you've not looked at for a while, and you've just looked at it recently, and you think, oh, my God, it looks... Ancient looks like something from World War One. Get in touch, and we'll, we'll put together like a little, I don't know, like an album, an almanac of these things. Yes. Uh, Dizzy's just sent in a photo of him as a lad. He looks like a missing person. <laughs> uh, there's another load of terrible jumpers coming in here as well. Terrible jumpers seems to be the big thing with this. If I find one of myself and put this forward, yep. promise not to laugh because I do know, I know for a fact as a kid. My my hair looked like it was a helmet. Oh, so that, that was the helmet hairstyle was the thing. <laughs> yeah. The little lad from The Shining. So look, if you look back at your childhood photos and you look like someone out of the recent Sky Atlantic series Chernobyl, <laughs> get in touch now. Eight twelve fifteen. Or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Final song of today's no repeat guarantee from the House Martins. Happy hour. It's Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. We start afresh tomorrow morning at nine. Dave Berry is back on the breakfast show and he'll get things going nine to five nothing repeated while you listen at work just saying earlier on i think you get to a certain point in your life i don't know what exact point through the course of your life it is but something happens and your childhood photos suddenly look ancient uh, and I certainly feel that having looked through some of my pictures uh, at the weekend just gone with my parents. It looks like something from a summer in, Cry- in the Crimea <laughs> just before the Second World War. So we're going to try and put together an album, an almanac of Absolute Radio listeners' ancient childhood foes. So if you're on Facebook, make sure you post one there and we'll put it together. Richie, you've just posted yours. I have. I've just uh, found one in the last two songs and uh, it's a picture of me holding my uh, my little brother at the time, his little baby. It's uh, it's horrendous. The, it's the jumper, it's the shorts. I don't know what where this massive head suddenly though it looks ancient doesn't it it, it looks, does it looks like from the olden days I would say you've got a Friday film jumper on there <laughs> do you remember the Friday film <laughs> the boy from outer space yeah. uh, oh. Kenny McClymon has just uh, posted a photo of what I think is him and his two brothers it's in black and white on our Facebook page you've got to see it because uh, back in the day I don't know why they used to make you sit on the coffee table for a photo against the wall yes. you ever had that photo yeah, done yeah, yeah. anyway him and his brothers are sat on this coffee table his brother his eldest brother I think is in the middle with a bow tie and he looks like a ventriloquist dummy <laughs> so Facebook now we want to see your pics Absolute Radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you ok let's get on with it then the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can I ask you a question uh, Richie does Rocco like the that's not my dot 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 books I was reading one this morning I was reading that's not my train this honestly morning. these things are amazing uh, my daughter's nearly one and she loves the that's not my dot 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 and there's a, load, there's a whole range so they're all different types so there's like she's got that's not my fairy uh, that's not my puppy uh, I think we also have that's not my llama and that's not my dinosaur it's amazing the different types isn't it yeah uh, um, the way the books work is that it says that's not my dinosaur and, uh, and each page has got a different reason why it's not the dinosaur well this morning uh, that's not my train it's funnel is too rusty they, well there's an interesting angle on it as well rusty it, funnel rusty funnel mm. so 
I was sitting there looking at the book this morning. I was thinking to myself, it'd be amazing if they did. Uh, that's not my dot 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 book, but about your line of work. Okay. So what a, what a lovely present to give a niece or nephew or son or daughter or whatever. A that's not my dot 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 book. That's something to do with what you do as a job, right? It's a great idea. This is a, great, this is a money You're maker. You're doing this. the thinking for them. I know this is it. <laughs> I, I'm cutting you in on a Dragon's Den style deal here. So for example, if you're a chef, it could be that's not my band Marie. Or if you're a plasterer, that's not my aluminium plasterer's hawk. How about that's not my mic muff? For here at Absolute exactly. Radio, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely yeah. perfect. It's too smooth. That's not my mic muff, it's too smooth. And every page can be a different thing, it's too prickly. <laughs> Uh, so, look, we just want to put it out there. This is, this is, I, I think, an idea that could make us quite a bit of money here. <laughs> could, could. Be our, could be our last show, because we're going to make millions out of this. <laughs> so please complete the sentence, that's not my dot, 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 and then see whether your line of work fits in with it particularly well. 8, 12, 15, again, touch with the show. What a way to end the Absolute Radio 90s. Faith no more. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I'm going to say that's one of the best trio of songs we've had for the Absolute Radio 90s. It was, wasn't it? Fake No More uh, from Out of Nowhere. It's Bush and Richie. We are back on Hometime. It proves that the 90s is the best decade for music, isn't it? Well, let's I think see we've on settled Friday. It let's there. see on Friday. Settled it there, mate. We don't see need to do Friday. it. Uh, look, we're asking you... Uh, we're cutting you in, actually, on quite a big business opportunity, myself and Richie, because the kind of guys we are, uh, we've come up with an idea of taking the That's Not My books mm-hmm. that you, you, the kids love and everything, taking them to the next level and doing a special life of them that are about your type of work so think about the business that you're in the line of work that you're involved with uh, and complete the sentence that's not my and then make it bespoke to you what a beautiful gift uh, from Jamie in Northampton that's not my double decker bus it starts when you turn the key so there you go with, with the actual clue you can have a bit of a dig about yeah. the fact that he's sick of it not starting first time Ollie from Aberdeen says guys I'm a gardener so how about that's not my hoe yeah, it works that does work uh, Matt and Deal uh, that's not my zero gravity propulsion engine Wow, what does he do? <laughs> what does he do? He's cleverer than we are. And Sarah from Manchester says, my book would be called That's Not My Water Treatment Work. <laughs> A little bit of lukewarm response from the kids there. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, meanwhile, we're asking you this. If the next That's Not My dot, dot, dot book for kids was about your line of work, what would it be called? And could it be a winner? Have a little think about it. Have you got interesting stuff in your line of work that kids would want to read about? Uh, Glenn is a mobile engineer, says he's sweating cobs on the M6, says that's not my van. That's not my works van. It's got aircon. There you go. Going back to the, yeah. the flurry of HGV air conditioning text we had at the beginning of the show. Thankfully, the show has moved on. Get it on the podcast. You missed the belter at four. Uh, Georgia says, I'm a netball coach, so that's not my ball bag. Listen, okay. Listen, listen, listen. First day back, all right? Richie and I have not had this at breakfast for a fortnight, have we? It was noticeable. For, for a fortnight, everyone was very well behaved. We love you, but I feel like, you know, sometimes if you've got a slightly rough family, you love them, but you're just a little bit worried about them at the hotel bar. That's what you lot are like. This one's a bit more intelligent. Uh, Dacre says, that's not my Fibonacci Higgs boson particle accelerator. <laughs> it's far too ionically polarised. That might be the best one of the day so far. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Bush and Richie back with the Hometime Show. If you are sweaty and scared after the bank holiday weekend, we have the songs to get you through it. Don't you worry about it. Skunk and Nancy on a Tuesday afternoon. 
been a fantastic sporting bank holiday weekend. The cricketing ashes are very much alive after an amazing game on Sunday that finished. Uh, another round of Premier League games. Not a great weekend for neither you nor myself. Just not talking about it. But one sport that I didn't see much of over the weekend and I'm really, really missing is truck racing. Truck racing? Do you know, the grandstand music here, these... Those were the days when Grandstand, for me, was at its peak. Yeah. Why am I talking about truck racing? Yesterday, hot day, didn't leave home. Uh, and uh, my little boy Rocco playing on the patio for pretty much most of the afternoon with his toy truck. Uh, so it's not sort of like got the trailer on the end. I guess, actually, there's been a bit of a, an HGV theme There has been an HGV show. theme, is not there? It's been accidental. Uh, but he's got the front of his truck and he's tearing it around the, uh, around the patio. And I'm thinking back to the days... Where Saturday afternoon, amongst all the other sports that Grandstand would have on it, they'd have random sports. Yeah. And truck racing. Now, there was a sport. Seeing just the front of these <laughs> trucks hurtling around Grand Prix circuits, it was amazing. It's a typically British sport, I think, isn't it? In, in many ways. Oh, definitely. Because uh, my brother used to go and watch, like, um, scram- like stock car racing. Is that a similar kind of thing where they'd it race is. around an angle on a muddy track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go around in angles and stuff that like that. That was fantastic. Well. But it's not on anymore now. I went down a bit of a, uh, a Google wormhole yesterday trying yeah. to find out about truck racing. It still exists. Okay. There is some kind of British Truck Racing Championship or Association. Federation. They're still racing. There's like meetings going on at Thruxton and Brands Hatch. It's still happening. It's not on telly anywhere. The problem is, I think, obviously, the presentation TV sports has got a million times better. Yeah. You know, Sky and everyone, BT do a brilliant job. They do. However, it means that the, the kind of like... More There's no home for the little sports. The little, the peripheral sports yeah. are not under your nose anymore. For example, whatever happened to Kabaddi? <laughs> I used to love Kabaddi. We used to play on the schoolyard. Where's Kabaddi yeah. gone? Kabaddi was brilliant. Where has all the Kabaddi gone? So let's let's put together a list of these forgotten sports of our childhood yep. that we loved, and you just can't see them now. Maybe we can put together like a little TV schedule. We could bring them back to the big screen. I, I would love that. I would love a one o'clock on a hot Saturday afternoon to be watching some taekwondo from Birmingham, <laughs> from an indoor Birmingham arena. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Back in the day, bank holidays, there would have been truck racing on telly. We're mourning some of those sports of our childhood that don't seem to have a place to be on telly anymore now. Genuinely, I think there would be a market for it if we launched the Hometime uh, Forgotten Sports channel. Got to do it. Network. Got to do it. Let's call it a network. Uh, Dave in Liphook uh, has been on. If you want to text the show, we'd love to hear from you, 8, 12, 15. This is Bush and Richie. I'm about your age, but I've never heard of Kabaddi. What is it? Trying to explain Kabaddi is an incredibly difficult thing. We used to play on the schoolyard. You basically hold hands yep. and you've got to go over to the other team's side of the pitch, touch one of them, and then get back to your side without them grabbing you and pulling you to the ground. That's a pretty accurate description. That's how it is. Yeah. That's, that's, but you've got to hold your breath. So you've got to say Kabaddi, 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 Kabaddi. That's how long you've got. That's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, Duncan Sanganon reckons he's got some good news about truck racing. Go on, Duncan. Well, truck racing is brilliant. It's on uh, John Burns. They actually do two races a year, one at the beginning of the year, one at the end of the year, Easter and uh, Fireworks Night. It's also the biggest fireworks display in Kent. It's, uh, it's great fun. 1,000 horsepower, walk-off bikes. They're amazing. So if Richie wanted to go and watch actual truck racing, there is a market for it in the United Kingdom right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Europe-wide as well. They're, uh, 
So you're telling me, Brands Hatch, fireworks night, I can get a free fireworks display and some truck race. You can indeed, yeah. I haven't even checked me diary, but I'm there. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Rich. Bush and Rich here with Hometime. Basically just stroking your head saying it's all going to be OK. If today has been an ordeal, getting back after the bank holiday weekend, it's nearly over. Uh, my bank holiday sporting watching wasn't complete uh, without some truck racing from a uh, British motor circuit somewhere. We are uh, mourning the fact that that doesn't seem to be on telly these days. It was in our youth. I'm trying to put together maybe our own TV channel with all of these forgotten sports on it, but what sports should we be looking up for? Pete says, whatever happened to tractor pulling? Hashtag forgotten sports. Quite a few people liking the old tractor pulling. What was that? What, tractors were pulling stuff along or people were pulling tractors? Well, you definitely saw it on the World's Strongest Man, that kind of thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Rich is hanging on. What are you missing, Rich? Uh, I want sumo wrestling bringing back. <laughs> sumo wrestling. It did used yeah. to be on the telly, didn't it? Not that long yeah, ago. I'm sure it replaced Kabaddi. It <laughs> replaced Kabaddi. Yeah. Yeah, I think Channel 4 went through a spate of just putting random sports on. I definitely remember watching Kabaddi on Channel 4. I definitely remember that. So, so good. Rich, I think you could be onto something. Maybe that was the, the home of the sumo wrestling. Where did they do the sumo wrestling? I don't know, it must have been in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Oh, well, what was the venue, though? Was it, like, from Japan, or was it... Did yeah, they have like a... from Japan. Massive, massive men slapping each other. Wish <laughs> 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 we could bring it back as a grassroots sport. Life from Rose and Crown Car Park. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So when we covered the breakfast show, the final day of our cover, uh, we decided, because we were quite tired, to bring in a thing called a tombola, a little wooden thing with a handle. Uh, on it, inside it, like 90 balls with different phone-in topics. They've got a number on each one, mm-hmm. which correlates to a different phone-in topic. What we thought we'd do uh, is spin the tombola, pick out a random number, hey presto, random phone-in. And you know what? It went so well that we've decided to bring it in and make a bit of a regular feature of it. Now, in case you missed it last week, uh, it spat out topics as glorious as next-door neighbours. Ferry stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tuesday Tombola right here on Home Time. Now, sorry, laughter. Um, one of the things that I'm slightly worried about is when we did do it last week on The Breakfast Show, we did have... Google Home Minis for people to win if their story made it to air in any way, shape or form. That's right, um, we had a, an overwhelming response, but obviously that's because they like us and they love us as well, not, not just because of the fact we're bribing them with prizes. Obviously, surely. people falling Literally. over themselves to tell stories about their next-door neighbour or when they went on a ferry once. Exactly. So, we don't have the Google Home Minis here on Home Time. We do have... Some Bush and Ritchie mugs. Imagine that in your house or workplace. Bush and Ritchie mugs. Immediately doubles the value, one would say. It really, really does. So, but what is the topic going to be? Let's spin the Tuesday Tombola. Like I said earlier, on 90 balls in there. Each one correlates to a different phone-in topic. Say stop. Stop. What's it gone for? It's number 42. Number 42, folks. Number 42. 42. Tips. Tips. T-I-P-S. That's what the phone-in topic is. I only spell it because um, <laughs> there were people the other day... Because <laughs> you know what they're like. You know who, what they're like. ..who misheard ferries and called up about ferrets. Yeah. Because it's come out as tips, I just feel it should be spelt. I'm a little little bit... Uh, there's a bit of trepidation about this, I'm going to be completely honest with you. 
8, 12, 15. Everyone we read out is going to get a Bush and Richie mug. How's this going to work? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie. That song is for you. If you've got a good porch to set out on tonight, do you wish you had a porch to set out? you got a porch? Got a porch. You just got, you've got a what? I've got a porch. Have you got a porch? I've got a porch, yeah. Oh, I've been in your porch, haven't I? You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, it, you've it, stood under it. It's not like an American style one where you can be in, in like on the top of some steps in like a you know like a deck chair and chat to neighbours as they go I've by. I've got two steps. You have, to be but, fair. Uh, in fairness, it's, yeah, there's not really much room to sit. But he's still fair play. Got a porch. <laughs> Thank fair you play. Bro. He's got a porch. <laughs> Hark at the guy on the radio with the port. Check if someone's doing well for themselves. Now, the Tuesday Tombola has rolled. It's spat out ball 42, which is tips. That's right, this went down so well on the breakfast show when we were covering that we brought it back as a regular feature here on Home Time. Uh, everyone who gets their message read out is going to win themselves a Bush and Ritchie mug. What about that? Now, three minutes on from tips uh, being suggested as uh, the topic, obviously Bush and I have realised there's a few different ways you can take this. Uh, it could be a tip, you know, so passing on some advice. Yes. That's one form of tip. Uh-huh. You could be having been given a tip because of some service you provided. Uh, you may have misheard what Richie was saying, in which case, in case, I've a bit of a ban if you get in touch. <laughs> or you might have gone down to the local rubbish dump, also known as a tip. For example, if I was an absolute radio listener right now, I'd be right on the phone to tell us that I once was doing my stuff down at the tip, chucking an old table in. Turn to my right, George Alagaya was at the same <laughs> tip as me in Wood Green, London. There you go. So that would work. I'd be giving you a Bush and Ritchie mug. Thank you very much. So, what have we got coming in? Uh, Chris on the M25 says, never play leapfrog with a unicorn. Come a on, Chris. always live by. Come on, Chris, mate. You can do better than that. <laughs> Bradley Walker says, I think the best tip is avoid the M25. OK, That's so we're all going down that tip front. Yeah. Uh, Kevin in Maidenhead says, always store a tin of beans upside down to minimise bean trappage. <laughs> Please, guys, I urge you, it's our first show back, don't let it end on bean trappage. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 for tips and win yourself a Bush and Ritchie mug. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. 90 balls, 90 different phone-in topics, one picked at randomly each and every week. Oh, we've no idea what's going to come out, and it is tips that have come out right now. You can take it whichever way you want, whether it's a, a tip you want to give someone, or a tip because they provide a good service, or a rubbish tip. You know how these things go uh, in terms of they go on social media? It somehow has uh, activated our boss, Paul. It's reached him. Something to do with tips. <laughs> Quite a sensitive topic for him. Oh, dear. A show from a tip. He's already responding to Absolute Radio listeners badgering him about that right now, which is good. So it's kind of a good byproduct of it. Uh, I love this tip from Jason in Plymouth. He says, uh, evening, gents. Top tip, never trust the skinny chef. It's a good it's one. An interesting one. I like that one. Uh, there's uh, a tip here that I've seen that is uh, coming from Adam and Crawley. Big cardboard box from Christmas, taking up too much room. Leave it out in the rain overnight. Fold it up to the size of a pizza box. That's a brilliant idea. It's very good. I'm doing that. Uh, Paula, you have a story about your hubby. Oh, he's so tight. <laughs> he is so tight. It's unbelievable. He, he reckons that because they're doing a job and they're getting wages, they don't need tips because they're getting wages. Because... I'll say it nicely, but there's normally a swear word. I don't get effing tipped when I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> what is your husband's name? Let's just name a shameless guy. Uh, David. 
<laughs> okay, right. You, you can't really shame him. He's just come out of hospital. He's very poorly. Oh, okay. Well, look, yeah. He's it, beyond shame. We're, 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 we'll shame, but send him some love as well. How does that work in a relationship with you then? Do you tip? How does that work if he doesn't tip? I always tip. I'm a, I'm a sucker for tipping, even, even if the service is a bit rubbish. Yeah. I will always tip because I feel guilty if I don't. So what do you do then? How does it work between the pair of you? If he won't tip and you want to tip, who wins out? Well, I go to the toilet and he goes to the car and then I'll go back to the table and put some money on the dish. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Paula, that's brilliant. You have won yourself a Bush and Ritchie mug. Fantastic. I can use it for work. See, people are happy with this. Very happy. I thought there would be a bit of a Google Home Mini come down here, but we're all good. I don't need a Google Home Mini. Well, you do, actually, but you're just getting a mug. No, I've, got, I've already got one. Oh, OK, good. <laughs> Fair enough. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. A tombola with 90 different balls in it. Each one's got a number on, correlating to a different phone-in topic. Earlier on, Richie spanned the tombola and it spat out ball 42, which is anything to do with tips. Different ways you can take this. Uh, Dom is hanging on. Tell us about your tip story. Ah, right. Well, the Oasis bottle. You just keep one in the car, but it's got to be black currants. Because if you get a citrus one and you use it for what you need to use it for, you're going to come unstuck if you go and reach and drink it. So it must be a black gun. <laughs> so, I mean, alluding to what it is that you actually end up using it for, you, have you had an emergency situation like this before you've been caught short in traffic? Several times, yes. I do, I do about 150 mile a day, so several times, yes. So there's always an empty black orange oasis bottle to hand. And the tip versus the citrus one, is that because a mistake has been made? Yes, but it wasn't me who took the sip. Let's oh. just put it that way. But it was me who left it in the car. Oh. That is the most bleak thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I didn't think... See, the thing about oil rigs, just going back to the beginning of the podcast... Can't believe You've got to think about that petrol tank on the helicopter. That's a lot of fuel, isn't it? That's almost like if you don't get it right, then I don't know, you'd have to just, like, all live in the sea for a bit. But at least when you get to the oil rig, there's no shortage of petrol to then put back in the helicopter. So if you missed the beginning of the podcast, we happened upon a fact uh, that... <laughs> The in the Gulf Coast, some oil rigs are three hundred miles from the coast. Yeah, that is just unbelievable. That isn't it? How would anyone miss the beginning of a podcast? I know. How, yeah, exactly. How would you miss that? <laughs> Doing someone else in the other room. That's why we put these little beauty Easter eggs in there, just to make sure you're on your toes. Is Bill Bailey still knocking around, or have we got a new theme tune yet? Uh, we're going to work on a new theme tune. This is his last week. I don't don't mean that as if we're giving him his P forty five. For what, one last time this week, please, Bill. Play us out. 